Welcome to Less Than 12 Parsecs, the fastest Star Wars podcast in the galaxy. Now here's your host, Tim McMahon. That's impossible, even for a computer. It's not impossible. I used to bullseye womp rats in my T-16 back home. They're not much bigger than team meters. Hey everybody, it's Tim. How you doing? I gotta tell you, I am not doing too great. I have this crazy killer headache. I've had it for two days in a row now. It is not a migraine. I, I've never had a migraine. I've read about them. I've heard about them. I know they can turn out your lights and put you on the floor. This isn't that bad. This is more like an axe to the center of my skull. Like there's a a nest of womp rats scurrying around between my ears and Minox have attached themselves to my spinal column. It's not cool, it's not fun, it's it's really wiping me out. I was going to sit down and write an episode today of Less Than 12 Parsecs, but I just can't concentrate on it, I can't write, my head is killing me so much. You know what, of all the Star Wars things, all the Star Wars technology that was ever invented for that imaginary galaxy far, far away, I think of all the things ever invented, I think Bacta would have the most and the best real world uses. I tell you right now what I wouldn't give to have a 2-1-B medical droid and a big giant tank of Bacta to float around in. Ugh, I'd, I'd even settle for that crazy Bacta suit that Finn wore in The Last Jedi. You know, if I had my preferences, if I had my druthers, if I could choose, I'd pick the tank. It seems like it'd be more comfortable and kind of cool, actually. But man, anything to get rid of this headache. You know, that might make a good Less Than 12 Parsecs episode. Five Star Wars technologies that I wish we had in the real world, but... No, I'm not going to do that today. I just I can't concentrate. I can't write. And since I can't write, but I do want to do an episode, I'm going to do what I call the Sunday Confessional episode. I haven't done one of these in a while, but what a Sunday Confessional episode is, is where I turn on the microphone and just start babbling about the first thing that comes to my mind about Star Wars. I haven't done this in a while, so let's do it right now. Uh, let's see. What have I been thinking about this week? Well, you know what? I have two stories for you. They both start out kind of as bummers, but they end on a high note. They end on a positive note. So let's think about that. First story is I get a Google alert every day for articles and news stories all about Star Wars. And all week, it's just been one depressing bummer of a story after another about Solo and its lack of business at the box office. It's bumming me out. You know, I'm not a stakeholder. I don't get any cash from the tickets sold. Wish I did, but I don't. <laughs> but nonetheless... You know, I said this before on the show, fans like us, we feel an ownership to Star Wars and something like this, uh, it can be a punch in the gut. Well, I came up with a sports analogy about uh, what's going on with Solo and, uh, you know, it really lightened my mood. So, as you guys know, I live in New England and we have a little football team here in New England called the New England Patriots. Maybe you've heard of them. Now, the Patriots over the last 15, 20 years have had a really good record. They've been doing awesome. And you know what? They've won a few Super Bowls. Well, last year they went to the Super Bowl and unfortunately they stumbled and lost. Yeah, they, they didn't bring home the trophy, but you know what? That's okay, because I know they're going to come back stronger and better than ever before. They have a great history behind them and a great future in front of them. And that's how I feel about Solo and Star Wars. Sure, this movie may have stumbled. It's probably not going to break any records, but that's okay, because Star Wars has a great history behind it and a great future in front of it. And you know what? Not all Star Wars movies have been number one. Heck, Attack of the Clones was not number one the year it came out. That trophy went to Spider-Man that year, so there you go. So that's the way I think about it. Patriots have won, they've lost, they're gonna win again. Star Wars has won, it lost, it's gonna win again. The other thing I've been thinking about that sort of starts off on a bummer of a note and ends up on a positive note is the online world of Star Wars fandom. Now, if you're anything like me, you dip your toes in social media these days to take the temperature of Star Wars fandom, and all you find is fighting and divisiveness and muck and the 
it's, it's a swamp worse than Dagobah and it's just, it's horrible and it's all negative and it's not a cool corner of fandom. I think I've said before on the show that I read that stuff, but I try not to get involved. Well, this week I discovered that what goes on online, really, for the most part, is just online. It's not real. Here's what happened. I was talking to a good friend of mine who is a huge Star Wars fan, just like me and you. Big Star Wars fan. But he doesn't deal with the online stuff. You know, he has a Facebook account. He posts things about himself and his family. But he doesn't dive into Twitter. He doesn't go into the groups. He doesn't read all the little comments. So we were having a discussion about Solo, and I mentioned the hashtag boycott Solo that was going around before the movie came out. He stopped me. And he said, what, what do you mean, hashtag boycott solo? What's that all about? Well, I had to explain it to him. And, and by explaining it to him, I had to also explain the online communities and, and the mess that is Star Wars fandom sometimes online. And he looked at me confused. And then he looked at me perplexed. Then he looked at me like I was a lunatic. And he said, no, no, that's not Star Wars. Star Wars is uplifting. Star Wars is positive. Star Wars is fun. Why would you expose yourself to all that negativity and mess when that stuff is not Star Wars? And he was right. He was so right. He had such a great point. So I should learn the lesson to stay off of Twitter and stay out of the Facebook groups, but I won't. I'll, I'll keep going back. But, but the lesson I learned as well was that here's a guy who's a huge Star Wars fan and he didn't know about any of this infighting and divisiveness and yuckiness and trollingness and messiness and any other nest you can think of because all of that is just a very tiny small part of Star Wars fandom. I've always said the online trolls are a vocal minority and now I believe they are even a smaller minority. A minority of a minority. So I walked away from that conversation with great hope, a lightness in my heart, and a new appreciation of who Star Wars fans really are. Okay, there you go. Two things I've been thinking about this week. To me, they ended on a positive note. I hope they did for you as well. I hope there's some lessons that can be learned here. Please, if you hate the New England Patriots, don't, don't take it out on me. <laughs> All right. So what have you been thinking about this week in the world of Star Wars? I want to know. Email me at 12parsexpodcast at gmail.com or connect with me on any of my social media accounts. All the links can be found on my website, 12parsexpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Utini! Watch out! It's alright! It's alright! Yeah, what I thought. Minoc. Chewie, check the rest of the ship. Make sure they're no more attached. Chewing on the power cables. You've been listening to Less Than 12 Parsecs, the fastest Star Wars podcast in the galaxy. For links and show notes, visit our website, 12parsecpodcast.com. Follow Less Than 12 Parsecs on Twitter at 12parpod, on Instagram at 12parsecspodcast, on Tumblr at 12parsecspodcast, and find us on Facebook as well. And please let us know what you think. Email us at 12parsecspodcast at gmail.com. 